Oh. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> Skip it. Balls. Skip the word you're looking for is balls. Oh, you already know. It's balls. What time it's, it's, it is. Who came up it's with the term podcast? It is time for oh my gosh. I don't know why America's so much. Why balls. Us, yeah. favorite Imagine if this was a, sports if this podcast. Thing was called recording. Right. Balls recording. And balls? that is balls. Oh no, I never saw that Balls, coming. a sports recording. <laughs> That'd be crazy. A sports podcast. That'd be crazy. This is what this is called. Hey, yeah. you guys think that new balls recording? <laughs> That'd be nuts. <laughs> Literally. Not, not, not balls, but nuts. Yes. Your vocal recording last week was incredible. Immaculate. Hey, I, I'm just I, saying, man. I felt it in my robust saccular <laughs> region. Sacculus? My robust sacculus. I, I felt the vibrations in my sacculus. For you, for you first time listeners. That's what you call a callback. <laughs> oh, my God. For you, oh, for, well, for you, you. first time listeners, Nels is a um, is a genius of making up words as he goes along. So last week it was what was it again? Sacular. We said sacular and sacculus. Sacculus. Yeah, also, sacular. and all, he's good at making up places too. Oh, so this is true. Pittsburgh, Ohio will forever live in. Shout out to the peeps in Pittsburgh, yeah, Ohio. Everybody lives in Pittsburgh, Ohio. You want me to be we, real we with you with for three seconds? My mind literally made. A Pittsburgh, Ohio. <laughs> I believe. I it. literally was looking at y'all like, wait a minute. If you guys see this face, he believed he, <laughs> he said this correctly. I was like, bro, it's the Battle of Ohio. If, <laughs> if, Yo, when he says the Battle of Ohio, I was like, wait, huh? Anyways, if, all right, y'all. Yeah. Another week of sports gone down. Man, we man. have a ton to talk about today. Y'all have a ton to talk about yeah. today. You I'm staying quiet. Oh, finally. So, <laughs> in the words of Jackie wrong. Chan, you all. Let's get right in. Wait. <laughs> in the words of the infamous evil Tommy, seat sia. For you slow, for you slow folk at home, it's sia. Hey, where's Goldar at? Goldar. Listen, Reed, I promise you that no matter what, I will avenge you. The Power Rangers will pay. Okay, Goldar. Get the Bloody Patrol. <laughs> I bet you when we listen to that, that's going to sound good because I don't think I peaked on that one. That's good awesome. stuff, bro. Shout out to Rita, all the people who know the Power Rita, Rangers Season 1. Rita. Rita. All right. All right, so we're going to get right into it. NCAA. Bro. And we yes. got to do... Oh, wait, wait a minute. We got to do this for the new listeners every week. You guys forget this. We have to introduce ourselves. Oh, this is true. Oh, we got new <laughs> listeners. You guys. <laughs> used to people knowing who we are. just start talking to this. Like, who's that guy? The first guy hey, I'm going to talk to you. Right. Right. Listen, if you don't know me by now, it's you will never, never, never. Right now, here's your boy, Nels. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, hi. And I'm Buddha. <laughs> Right hand to put on the right voice. Wait, hold on. Wait, tell me. Racist. That. No, no, no. Start it over again. Start it over. Okay. You you're right. You're right. My bad. I got to do the voice. <clears throat> yeah. Hey. Um, hey, what's up with your boy Nels? <laughs> <laughs> if you know Nels, that's hey, great. Hey, hey, you know that's live. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. It's your boy B. And I'm here in the building, man. Let's make it happen. No. I got extra bass in my voice, so you no. got to turn up my treble. That's, that's <laughs> horrible, bro. That's horrible. Hey, I'm not horrible, bro. No, I think man. I'm pretty spot on. You know what? You're right. It's your boy, Willie Emerson. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? You're right. 
<laughs> Shank. That's Shank. Y'all boys trash. Let's keep this thing rolling, though, man. I yeah, so NCAA. You lock in. NCAA. Yeah. I, I, this is Buddha, by the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm Nels. And I am um, Professor Claw. No one's ever seen his face out of all these episodes on Unexpected yes, Gadget. Actually, they have. There, there was an episode. If there's a new, if you guys are talking about the new season, <coughs> yeah. it doesn't count. That's okay. the, there's a new, there's a new drawers, new writers. All right, those guys are trash. So, anyways, NCAA N yep. C A A, which is playing the greatest football in the N C Double A. What about my cousin there? Okay. Nigga, my cousin there. NCAA. Get right to NCAA. <laughs> NCAA. Right. Playoff time. So, um, let me give you guys NCAA. the rundown. Playoff the rundown. time. Nope. Um, I'm sorry. What? Championship give us weekend. the college. I'm going to give you guys what the top Football 10. Football playoffs. Uh, teams are as of right now. The, the, the standings because, are uh, in. Some teams definitely laid an egg this past weekend. Late you laid an egg this past third. weekend. Um, unfortunately. <coughs> so, going from 10 to 1. <clears throat> My bad. Okay. At number 10 is USC. Oh. Number 9 number is Penn 10 State. is USC. Yeah, USC is number 10. Penn State's number 9. Ohio State's number 8. University of Miami's number 7. Uh-huh. Georgia's number 6. Uh-huh. Alabama's 5. Oh, there goes the robbery. Wisconsin, 4. Oh, so if you go undefeated, it doesn't mean anything anymore? Nope. Uh, UCF, I'm, I'm here for you. Oklahoma, three. Auburn, two. Clemson, one. Now, UF, UCF only went up one space. They went to 14. They went from 15 to 14. Even if you're undefeated, it really doesn't mean anything. And that game was amazing. I don't know if y'all saw that game. It's ranked team. All right. <clears throat> Holy it really, cow. It was a really good game. It was incredible. It was like four um, touchdowns in like the last five minutes of the game. It, it makes no sense to me how... Wisconsin is getting shafted. UCF is getting shafted by, by account, all accounts. Uh-huh. But Wisconsin is undefeated. Okay, so if you want to say uh, Wisconsin isn't a Power 5 team, all right. They're not a Power 5 team. I mean, I'm sorry. Wisconsin is a Power 5 team. UCF is not a Power 5 team. You, uh, Wisconsin is still undefeated. Why are they not ranked number one? Why, is U- why does Clemson jump them in Oklahoma? Well, um, tell me the top four again. Clemson, Auburn, Oklahoma, Wisconsin. That's the worst thing that happened to Clemson. Clemson does not want to see Wisconsin in the playoffs. I don't think they will. They got a championship game this weekend. Yeah. Right They're, to me, the only team that could take Wisconsin out of their game. Clemson? I mean, not Clemson. Take um, No, no, the only team that can take Wisconsin out of their game right now in the top five is the U. Oh, I was gonna say because I was gonna say Clemson of Miami is the not only in the top five though. Team, I know. Yeah, but I'm saying like if they win though, they're in. I'm really, really. I don't. I don't see. I don't see. Not, this, you don't I, see Georgia. If Georgia were to get in, I don't think Wisconsin's gonna sweat Georgia. I don't see Wisconsin sweating Alabama. Yeah, true be told, because Wisconsin. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. I apologize. Wisconsin is right now to me, to me. The strongest pound for pound team in the NCAA. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Ooh. They're they're the strongest pound for pound team. I'm talking about. Do you see their linemen? Do you see what their linemen are doing? 
Mm-hmm. Like if you if you ever just watch it, it's crazy because I'm a defensive. Don't they have guy. the freshman running back? Yeah. We ran for seventeen hundred yards. Bro, I'm just paying come attention. On, man. And, just and, out the, here. and the fact of the matter is, is like I'm Factor a defensive back. guy. So if I'm telling you that I'm seeing something on offense that I like to see, it, it's got to be pretty damn good. Right. And and to be honest with you, bro, like their linemen, bro, that's something to behold. Mm. Like they have their own YouTube package. They're playing. They're playing very smart football. They're gonna. They're gonna beat you up inside, and they put their quarterback in in situations that he's going to win. He's like gonna the, thrive in. Yeah, it's very. The, you know, saying third and short. That's easy. And the defense is solid. Shout out to my they're boy Tendo. They're BA. not overly. They're not overly athletic, right? <clears throat> and I feel that's the only fault that the University of Miami has right now. Because mm-hmm. you can be overly athletic. Right. You're not overly athletic. They have a good scheme. And they have the right players in those schemes. I personally feel like in that top 10, the teams that really like scream out to me as far as like can make a run to the championship game, I I can see Wisconsin. I can see the University of Miami, especially if they beat Clemson. And believe it or not, believe it or not, I see Oklahoma. I do. I like I, I like TCU with the upset. I feel TCU. I like TCU with the upset yeah. as well. Yeah. But I I, I can see Oklahoma but making do you, a run at because it. Remember do, you they, think, they, do you think TCU um, can really jump from they, 11 all the way? No, 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 no. Oh, it's you're not, talking about. He's just saying the see, upset. If, if TCU wins, Oklahoma's not it. You see, but okay. it, you know. <laughs> you're going to see two ACC they're, teams. They're, yeah. they're, I think two SEC teams. There lies my problem. Because the top four is supposed to be made up of uh, SEC uh, championship winner, ACC championship winner, Big Ten championship winner, then the at-large SEC or the Big 12. I think that... So, with that being said, with that being said I'm going to cut you off. Um, you bro. If TCU beat Oklahoma, they should be in because you are the Big 12 champion. You should be. But they'll rule them out because they're a two-loss team, correct? They're going to give it to the Pac-12 champion. No, they they already they already ruled USC out. They used to, USC already had two two losses, and they also got oh, so they're going to give it to an at large. They're right. going to give it to the they're going to give it to the loser of the better championship game. SEC game, SEC and SEC. Exactly. That's why I believe the SEC SEC trumps it because here's the thing: it, regardless of the outcome of the Auburn and the Georgia game, Alabama's in. Regardless of the outcome. They, they they set up Alabama. Alabama's sitting pretty at five, correct? Where they can make that jump. Um, yeah, Bama's so at five. So that's the committee saying, hey, we're, we messed up, but we want our guys in, and so we're going to put Alabama in a situation where on five, one of those top four teams has to lose. But I'm also looking at it like this. And, and, and in this case, if this is the rhetoric they're using, it's fair. They're looking at it like this. <clears throat> Alabama lost to potentially the best team in college football. At least the best team in college football for the last three weeks. Okay, I could agree with you on that the last so, three weeks because that same team did lose early to Clemson. To Clemson. Right. And Clemson so, lost to Syracuse. What they're saying is... And you beat Syracuse. We're just going to say it like that. <laughs> just gonna Alabama, Alabama lost a really good game against a really good team. And... I mean, they're going to say it could have went either way. I thought from watching the game, it was Auburn. 
yeah. all the way. I didn't think Alabama yeah, I didn't had think, a yeah. I, don't, I don't think it was. I don't think it was either way. But that's what they're gonna say. So to make things fair, if you look at all the one loss teams and you look at all the two loss teams, is there a one loss or two loss team that's better than Alabama right now? Auburn. Okay, but Auburn's in the championship game. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's probably the rhetoric that they said in the exact same meeting room. Speaking of the meeting room, I'm a little perturbed that we don't get to see what happens in these meetings. Oh, we, you, there's no way. Because then you'd be able to see who's in whose pocket. I, mm. I really I really want to see. I would love to see the rhetoric. I like, I really I like what you're saying there. In whose <coughs> pocket. Because easily, you can't tell me all those guys going there don't have a, a, an immediate bias for a certain team. I think Cause that's the issue at, at hand. And this is why I got another, thing, another thing that I would have preferred they do. I think that they should switch the committee. I think like every two years... Is Even, it the same committee every year? I believe so. I, I believe uh, so. Look that up and see see what that, they that see. Condoleezza Rice is a part of Condoleezza Rice has been there since the inception. She's of the college football playoff. But the thing about Condoleezza though is Condoleezza is an alum of Stanford, I believe. So, I mean that's safe. Condoleezza. And I, this is not that's not that's not a sexist comment. That's just. Really, I thought she had some more important things to be doing, like you know, dealing with the Congress stuff. But that's okay. That's it's a story. good, but I mean, for her resume, it's a good look though, because technically you are part of a governing body of a huge. So now, now massive. Okay, so now organization. So now I'm gonna shake your. I'm gonna shake your. your shake my tail feather. No, I'm not gonna ever say. That. <laughs> I'm gonna shake your rhetoric up just a little bit for you by saying. Auburn beats Georgia. Why isn't Auburn and Georgia still in the playoff? I believe it should be Auburn and Georgia. <laughs> Even if Auburn beat Georgia, why they should be? Because the rhetoric that they're going to give you is Georgia lost two games. And those two games was to the best college football team in the last three weeks. I agree. So if anybody it's the same deserves team it, twice. it should be this. Absolutely. It I'm, should not be Alabama. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but you know Bama going to get You know that that's the committee. The committee... Committee's gonna try anything and everything in their power Alabama's to get in that thing. Alabama is. Here's another thing for you. Here's another one that committee. Remember, committee loves these three teams. These three teams. Connelly's is not on it anymore. She's not. Okay, so they. She was on it for 2014, 2015, and 2016. But they don't switch though. She just got off. Um. I don't know. Sorry, I'm still looking. Think about this. No Ohio State beat Wisconsin. You know they're gonna catapult Ohio State up there because the committee loves Ohio State. There's no way Ohio State's going to be in that top four. Uh, why? Ohio State was in the top four last year, and they didn't if even Ohio, win their conference. If Ohio State... They didn't even win their conference. Penn if State Ohio did. State, even though I don't think they're going to beat Wisconsin at all, but I if don't Ohio think so. State beats Wisconsin, and I see Ohio State leapfrog all these people as the Big Ten champion, I will be livid. Right, but that's the committee. The committee is right there. Because, you know, they want their guys in Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Alabama. That's their team. That's their teams. How do we, how do we finesse it to get our guys in there? Ohio State, if Ohio State beats Wisconsin, Ohio State's in, in, in the dance. Ohio That's State true. beat Wisconsin, they're in the dance. If, if, if Ohio State beat Wisconsin and one of the SEC teams, uh, obviously one of the SEC teams is going to lose, Alabama, Ohio, um, Ohio State just jumped in. Just jumped ship. We already, um, we already know the outcome of the uh, the Miami and the Clemson game is whoever wins that goes. Real right. quick, sorry to interrupt, guys. 
So the selection committee. Uh, the first college football playoff selection committee was announced in 2013. The group consists of 13 members who generally serve three-year terms. Okay. Although okay. some initial selections uh, serve terms both shorter and longer than three years to achieve a rotation of members. Okay, so they do they do yeah. change. Yeah. So on average, it's about three years per term. <sighs> okay, I can live with that. <clears throat> I'd still love to hear what happens in the meetings, though. Yeah, I would really love. I would really love to just see what what happens. How does it go? What's the arguments? What's being said? Because I mean, when you hear just the, people... the chairman talk, it's like, oh, okay, I guess. But it would be nice to hear like other members talk. I'm sure there's somebody in that committee who feels how I feel or feels yeah, how you feel. Yeah, a real and football I don't like, head And man. I don't like how some of the some of the people in this committee, because one of the guys is a Clemson athletic director and father of a current Clemson player. That's so you're gonna, tell, so you're gonna tell me there's no Clemson bias yeah. on that? And then well, then that makes well, sense why Clemson gets up so. Um, what other schools? Because who Clemson there? played last week? I mean, Oregon, Central Michigan, Southern Miss, South Carolina, um, Texas Tech. South Carolina was ranked though. Vanderbilt, Oregon, just because they're in the Virginia SEC. Tech, they're not good. Notre Dame, Washington, Ohio State. Yeah. So the only one who's up there right now is the Clemson one, but like but is this really you hard? said Ohio State though. So yeah, that's a big, big one to say. It's really hard to Athletic not director. see them be biased though. I'm not saying that they are. It just it would take a lot for me to to really not feel like they're not being think, biased. Think about it. You you know yeah. even, even as a businessman, you think about this. You know that it your school getting into the playoffs it does what. It gets money to your school. Revenue. Because so, that's, two, that's two bowl games, yeah, technically, uh, above, if you win. Above everything about you doing what... It looks good. No, it gets money to your school. And, boy, that's a great way to keep your job. You find ways to get money to your school. Word. So, man, it just... Man, the, the outcome's just shaky. I just want... I just need Clemson to go ahead and take this L. Dabo, uh, I love you, Dabo, but... Um, the coach of the year, the ACC coach of the year, deserves this one to make it to the um, get you a, get get him a title in in this in this run and ACC title and then go to the playoffs and just try to shake it up and try to win the whole thing. I love that. I would I would rather I would rather see Miami versus Wisconsin anyway. Miami versus Wisconsin would be so good. Yeah. Lines are definitely drawn in the sand though, winning in. Yeah, yeah for, that's it. For which, is, which makes it for a fun weekend of football. It, it, it just, it just, Nobody's going anywhere on Saturday. Yeah. Right? Except for to the Christmas party brought to you by Zeta Iota Sigma Chapter 586 Fraternity Incorporated. Wow. You see, I did, I did what I had to do there. You already know it's at the South County Civic Center. Look. You can find us at the event, right? You can Come find me. Yeah, but well, real quick, just the, the briefing of the uh, the head coaches being fired left and right. Uh, for you, oh, Florida, yeah. for you Florida State fans, um, the talks about Jimbo Fisher really taking Going the to Texas, Texas and M job. It, it sounds to be realistic. It sounds to be realistic. Um, I heard there's even oh, sorry FAU Lane Kiffin to Arkansas. That's actually a, a talk of the town. Uh, you said it, it, that you would think he'd want to stay, but the SEC is a very prominent place to go. I know Arkansas I mean, is not that I understand live. that. I just don't see Arkansas, though. Yeah. Arkansas is just not a school where you can get recruits like that. Yeah, I understand. I totally understand. If I was Lane and I really wanted to leave, I got a good situation, I'd wait it out till a better location. See, because 
People don't realize sometimes it is all about it is all about location. I mean, truth be told, if Jimbo leaves for Texas and then why wouldn't he go to Florida State? You said better location. You think, you think Lane? You think Lane Kiffin's an ACC guy? Uh, I think you know what. Given what he did at FAU <laughs> offensively, yes. Okay. It, it, Lane Kiffin is is a um, offensive uh, strong mind. He's a, he's a really good dude on offense. He knows how to put together. And we saw what he did at Alabama. He and made what he's Alabama doing at FAU right now. Right. It, FAU. He made, Don't worry, my FAU minutes coming. He made Alabama look like the way they did, and you guys saw that this past weekend. Alabama looks like crap offensively. Alabama looks like pure. If booty. they can't run the ball, Alabama's in trouble because yeah. Jalen Hurts booty. is booty do <laughs> times two. Yeah, Auburn booty was two. really the first team to sit there and say, "Look, beat us." Yeah, Chip Kelly, UCLA. That's a good look. Uh, yeah, Chip Kelly, UCLA. That's a that's a good one. Dan Mullen, uh, back at Florida for Mississippi State at Florida, which is a beautiful look because if you guys recall Dan Mullen, he was the offensive coordinator back when Urban Meyer was there when they had uh, Tim Tebow, guy named Timothy Tim- Timbo. When they had Timothy Tooth, Timothy Tebow. So he should have been. Uh, to be honest with you, I think he should have gotten the job before Urban Meyer. He's gonna bring Tim Tebow on, which would be smart. He should have got the that job before be Urban Meyer and. <laughs> If Dan Mullen would have got a job before Urban Meyer, the, the program would have never sunk like it did after after Urban left. Yo, Urban Meyer left them in such a hole. But uh, Urban Meyer, he's he's that type of dude. Because think about the, that Utah program; it wasn't it wasn't blazing after he left. He just gets what he gets out of the school, and then he leaves. He doesn't turn it around for and leave it for better. Um, but that's just my. Doesn't he take his recruits with him too? I don't know. Scott Frost. I heard Scott Frost. Uh, he he's up for the up for grabs because the Nebraska job opened up. But, oh, mm-hmm. so if people don't know Scott Frost was the OC at Oregon when Chip Kelly was there. So all that fun stuff Oregon was doing. Now Scott Frost, Scott Frost is the UC, UCF head coach right now. But we'll see. That's college Coaching football, man. Carousel for real. Yeah, nice. co- college football, man. College football. So we get geared up for championship weekend. Get your popcorn, like To said. No, do you want to have your FAU minute now, or you want to wait? I'll do it right now. Okay. Well, Florida Atlantic University. Well, I just want to say that as a proud alum of Florida Atlantic University, located in the beautiful Bogotown, Florida, also known as Paradise. Um, championship week is upon us, and you know it's Conference USA Championship time against North Texas, the mean green of North Texas, who we already beat. So, you know, as a guessing man, I would have to say that I'm all in to FAU. FAU. Boom, boom, clap, clap. FAU. FAU. All right. Very nice. All right, so we're going to go into the picks now. Since it is... You did really, really good with the best. Championship yes, it's weekend. championship weekend. We're going to go through all the championship games. Instead of just doing the top ten, we're going to go through all the cha- all the championship Whoa. games. Whoa. It's only nine of them. Also. Okay. Right. Are you seeing me look at you? I was about to be like, all of them? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's nine games. <laughs> I was going to say, Whoa. Right. Including the Mia? So, B, Swack. B has officially pretty much locked up college football at Come this on, point. Man. He has separated himself from the pack. As of last week, last week B went eight and one. To, to be the, the best, best. who's the loss? Wait, wait a minute. The one, the U. Uh. Yeah, and the and then <coughs> uh, Nels and I both went five and four. 
Oh, risky. Yeah, risky business. So that brings the totals right now. B is uh, number one at seventy with seventy-seven and nineteen. Let's go. Nels is seventy-one and twenty-five. Still respectable. Yeah. And I'm sixty-nine and twenty-seven. You're just nasty. still respectable. Hey, he man. just wanted to be I a don't nasty. Know Triple, okay? He just wanted to be a nasty boy. Yeah, sixty-nine. So we're gonna start. <laughs> we're gonna start with the Mid Atlantic Conference. We have seven and five Akron at ten and two Toledo. <laughs> oh, Toledo, mid, yeah. mid, mid American, or is it Mid Atlantic? Mid Atlantic. Mid Atlantic. Mid Atlantic. Yeah. yeah it's mid-Atlantic. Really? Yes. That's what the Mac is. Yes. The whole time I thought it was Middle American. Really, Mid Atlantic. Yep, mm-hmm. Mid Atlantic. How? Blew him up. It just blew his brain just now, people. Y'all can look at Nels right now. Yeah, he looks like Gene. <laughs> we really need somebody to film this. He's just gonna go. Wait a minute. Zoinks. You got Akron and Toledo. <laughs> Toledo. If you guys know about Toledo's offense, it's very high power. They like to spread the ball around and move it around. Quarterback is very strong. Sounds good. I'm going Toledo. I'm yeah. going Toledo also. They have a receiver uh, number eleven. <laughs> he's very. He's a shifty guy. He did. He he, did, he does his just do. Nice. All right. Up next, we got Conference USA. We got ten. And, uh, sorry, nine and three North Texas at nine and three FAU. FAU. I'm rolling with FAU. Got to go with you know, home team. I guess. Sure. I already told you <laughs> in the FAU minute mm-hmm. what time it was. That's crazy that FAU actually gets its own segment on this. I also told right. you in the beginning of the show oh what time it was. You already knew what time it was Balls. then. You know what time it is now. I'm all in to Florida Atlantic University FAU. Fighting Owls. FAU. Have you ever seen the Fighting Owl? Yeah, I have. I have actually. B, who you on with? You guys seen the Fighting Owl? Yeah. Yeah. You guys watched the animal plan, huh? No, like we we saw it at FAU. Yeah. (laughs) That's great stuff. I'm rocking with my boy Caleb Dim. You know what I'm saying? One here to quit the Caleb Dim. Cool. It's my guy. Oh my god. Caleb, my boy. Shout out to shout out to Motor. Uh, uh shout out to Par, Big Par. We're gonna keep this thing rolling like that though. Alright. Uh, we got the uh the Mountain West. We got number twenty five. We got number twenty five Fresno State. Uh, they're nine and three at uh, nine and three Boise State. Mm. It's at Boise. Yeah, but I'm rolling Fresno State. I gotta go with the program that has the number one winningest program in the last five years. But, Fresno. Uh-huh. I'm just getting Boise State. I'm about to say who you all. Yeah, Budu. If you guys didn't know, Budu went Fresno because Derek Carr is from Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so you guys didn't know that. That's so cap. So is his brother who was capping. Uh, was it David Carr? Yes. He was capping. So you're going with Boise State too? I'm going with Boise. All right. Blue turf. Blue um, turf. Blue turf. Okay. So we got the AAC. Um, we got number 20 Memphis at number 14 UCF. UCF, baby. It's going to be a good game. I mean, Yes, it is. Memphis is 10-1. and UCF's 11-0. What's the name of the quarterback for Memphis again? It's like Riley something. Yes, it is going to be a good game. But I'm, I'm going to roll with UCF. Where's it at? <laughs> it's UC, at UCF. Ooh, go Knights. Yeah. 
Uh, let's rock with UCF, man. This, they, they, they're actually saying that they're um, the best team in Florida now since they're still undefeated. So yeah. I'm rocking my boy. Shout out to Bubba Charles. You know, Riley, hey, Bubba Riley, Riley Ferguson is his name. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize one of the DBs um, on UCF only has one hand. Yeah. Well, he's, he's not a DB. He's, he's a linebacker. linebacker. Oh, yeah. he's a linebacker? Isn't he yeah. a twin? Yeah, he's a twin. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the twins. Shout out to my boy Trey, Con, Trey Quan Smith. Uh, UCF, he's a uh, uh, proud alumni over there at Village Academy, you know. Oh, you snap. So now who you going with? I told you already, UCF. Oh, oh snap. I got to give a real, real shout out to my boy um, Charles Bubble Sprinkle. He's number 68 offensive lineman over there at UCF. Proud alumni of the Atlantic Eagles that are getting ready to gear it up to play their game against uh, Miami High this Friday. They win this. They go to the state first time in a mighty is long the game time. in Delray? Or the it's game? in Delray. What, what day is this? Friday. This Friday at seven o'clock at um, Hilltopper Stadium at Atlantic High School. It's off Atlantic Avenue in Congress. It's the game before states for Atlantic Eagles. If they win this you one, this, yes, I, I, I will be in attendance. If Atlantic My wins slide. this one, then they're in states. They haven't been in this position since two thousand one, and they're going up against a twelve and one Miami High. Who has the number one quarterback, uh, the number one quarterback in statistical numbers? That is, in, in passing, the state. No, in, in Broward, he has what twenty seven. Yeah, in Dade. I'm sorry, in Dade, twenty seven hundred yards in the air and twenty seven touchdowns. So this guy flings the ball. Yeah. What is this shout out hour? Yeah, man, it's the high school thing. That's oh my, my thing. gosh! You know what? I'm gonna give a quick shout out. I don't have anybody to shout out. Whatever. Yeah, I thought you was gonna say Carl Jr. It sounded like an accurate time to say that. But they ain't paying us, so go ahead, man. We ain't yeah, gonna worry bro. about them. Unless they cut the check. Yeah. All right. CTC. We got Pac-12 next. We got uh, number 12, Stanford, at number 10, USC. USC won this earlier in the year. Yeah, Stanford's 9-3. and three. USC is 10-2. and two. Stanford's 9-3. I'm going three, with USC. Uh, USC at home. I don't, I'm not a Sam Donald fan. Stanford. Stanford. That boy Love is doing work, man. I watched Stanford play the other week, and I was just like, man. All right. We got the Big Ten. Mm. Um, number eight, Ohio State. Mm. At number four, Wisconsin. 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 Badgers. Go Badgers. Listen, I'm going to just wait till after. Yeah, that's just wait till next week. That okay. game is really big. All right. We got the Big 12. We got number 11, TCU. At number three, Oklahoma. I told you earlier in the podcast, I'm taking TCU to beat Oklahoma. I like Baker Mayfield. I told you this earlier in the uh, season. TCU but, uh, played Oklahoma already today. Yeah, and they lost thirty-eight to twenty. Ooh, uh-huh. this was this was in Oklahoma, right? Uh huh. And now this is a neutral site. Uh huh. TCU. You know Gary Patterson don't play TCU. I'm a Horn TCU Frogs. They, TCU. They're gonna, they're gonna have a big tell, if championship. If you're helmets. telling me you're in one of the Top home field advantages in the United States for college, and you squeaked out a thirty-eight to twenty win. Do you know where this neutral site game is? Is it Jerry World? Come on now, it's is Texas. It? Oh, Texas Christian University. Mm-hmm. They traveling, baby. This mm-hmm. is not. This is not going to be no easy game for Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. This is a home game mm-hmm. for TCU. I didn't know this was going to be a neutral site thing. Oh yeah. yeah, these championship games. Most of the championship the power games five? are. Yeah, yeah they're, they're the, the power five because the other ones you were saying weren't. 
Pop five schools, they don't do they don't do at, at other, other yep. locations. It is a Jerry World. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. Ooh, I'm telling yeah, you. Gary Patterson. Telling you. Roll up that bandwagon and get TC, it. Ready. I'm with it. Listen, I'm a good forecaster when it comes to these games. What do you call this now? Trap game. Yeah. All right. Now, the SEC. Mm. We got number six, Georgia, at number two, Auburn. Mm-hmm. This Georgia could, Georgia want to get that win back. This could be a trap game for Auburn, but and and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm honestly gonna roll with Georgia on what this. You but before you say your reason why, I'm gonna tell Go you ahead. why. If it ain't banging, it ain't mine. So the other side. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. You see me? Yeah. They the can't. SEC championship game is in Atlanta, Georgia. That's a big deal. True. That's a big deal. I'm sorry, y'all. That's a big deal. I know Auburn is right there because Auburn is technically like right there as oh, far as like how close it is to Georgia. But man, <laughs> Woo, that's know, a home game. You know that's who, a home game for Georgia. You know who I'm picking? That's a home game. You know who I'm picking out of this? Out of this game, the SEC title game, Alabama, because it doesn't matter. Alabama is the winner of this game. You know, that's abstract and correct. Alabama is the winner of this game because Alabama gets right back in the fold. Okay, we're not doing that. Pick a team. They're going to cheat for them. Pick a team. I'm going with, before I say this, the, the Wisconsin game and this game and also the Miami game all line up and have the same uh, annotation. This championship game defines their season. If you win, then what you did in the regular season is correct. If you lose, then what you did in the regular season was, okay, you guys are just building. You guys weren't that great team yet. So I'm going to say Auburn because I don't believe Georgia is a great team. Mind you, they're still playing with their backup quarterback. Yeah, he's playing good, but he's a backup quarterback. That's not their guy. So War Eagle. Um... This this game is gonna heavily rely on three people. Um, that running back for Auburn. Oh, what's his name? Uh, is it Keon? Carryon Johnson. Carryon. Carryon Johnson. Yeah. And do they get Petway back? I don't know, but Carryon that Carryon shoulders is just through. Hey, you know what was trash? Oh, he's out. Cameron Petway is What out. was trash was last week how uh, Baker Mayfield was supposed to be out for the whole game and then he played. He, he, he sat out for one drive. Did you see? Did, That's trash. Let me, let, me show, let me tell you how, how much, uh, much of it was, a, it was just a trash thing. It was just a PR stunt. Before the game, the offensive line walked out with his jersey that had the captain logo on it. So he was wearing the alternate one that didn't have the captain logo, but yet you let the offensive lineman come out holding the captain logo. That's like a saying... Hey, forget whatever we said. We're, we're running the show. Yo. That's crazy. Sorry to... I was off. looking at the wire, and Carrion Johnson is still day-to-day. Yeah. He will he'll, he'll be, be dressed out. But, okay, so what I'll say is... He was the reason why they beat Georgia. Either they're they're going to rely on him, the cleanliness of the quarterback. I'm sorry, four people. And their defensive tackles. With Stidman? Their, yeah, their, their defensive tackles is going to be key because you know that that running game for Georgia is going to be ready. They're not going to they're not going to not show up for two games. In but a that row. defense, listen, that defense of Auburn. The defense tackles. Yeah, the defense. The I'm, I'm going to say this. The defense of Auburn that I saw in that damn Alabama game. Alabama runs the ball, if not 
top top five. I'm not. I don't say not the best. They run the ball top five in the college football. They couldn't do what they wanted to do at all times, even with all three backs. They, and, and I say Jalen Hurts is so. Aubert. Yeah, War. Okay. Eagle. And finally, we got the ACC. We Woo! got number seven Miami Mama. at number one Clemson. There go that man. That is going to be the championship game of the week. I would love for that game to be the last game played because I want that's that's all eyes on that. Let's go, you. My favorite thing about these championship games, what you I know you guys are seeing this. This is so it go, it's happening in college and it's happening in high school too. You guys notice that these guys from these alma maters are showing up at the sidelines or during practices, whatever like that. Like Teddy Bridgewater last week was at Miami Northwestern's playoff game on the sideline helping the quarterback read defenses. Boy, you in the NFL, you got games to worry about. But he was on the sideline. Uh, a, a couple weeks ago against Notre Dame, Ed Reed spent the whole week. Spent the whole film. week. Yeah, we, yeah, we spoke with about the whole, that. With, checking film with the DBs. You're going to see a lot more of this this weekend. You're going to see a lot of guys. You're going to be like, well, what's going on? A lot of guys want their team, their respectable teams, to get back to prominence. So I feel like it's going to be a lot more Miami guys. So go you. This is what I'm going to say. See, hey, I don't know yeah, if I can. said, I know I mentioned this, but I don't know if I mentioned it on this podcast. You got other podcasts, bro? Oh, oh. No, 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 just in general, guys. My bad. The, <laughs> the best thing to happen to the University of Miami season is losing to Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's a gut check. That's the best thing to happen at the absolute right moment. Your season didn't get derailed for nothing. You're still in the championship game. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, I'm not making any excuses for you. I don't know what they had going on. I believe nine times out of ten, they're killing that Pittsburgh team. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um... I also hear what you're saying about the alumni coming back. At the end of the day, Clemson's alumni cannot match up with the U's alumni. I mean, the U's alumni, they have at least five or six guys that's coming back to help that could all be coaches now. Oh, right now. Or And they got like two or three guys that are coaches right. now. That could flat out coach their brother. Like, Ed Reed was the, the, the DB coach in Buffalo last year. And, and so he could come on and do the... Do, <laughs> Do the damn thing with my Allah member. Mike Rump is the D best coach, and my boy uh, Coach B. Um, so Ed Reed could come on. Then you know Ray Lewis is going to be there. You know Michael Irvin is going to show up. Like these are big names. These are guys who could coach right now, but they're going to be there. I believe I, Clinton Poise is going to be there. You could John Vim is going to definitely be there. I believe that the University of Miami will cement their season against Clemson. And you, it nobody, has to be. Nobody. This is me essentially reiterating what happened with Notre Dame. And I said it was going to happen with Notre Dame. And I said it was going to happen in the ACC championship game. I wouldn't have mattered if they were playing Clemson or Virginia Tech. Nobody was expecting Miami to win. And nobody's expecting Miami to win now. Right. Especially after this loss. Everybody's saying Miami is who we thought they were. No, they're not. You still don't know who they are. Yeah, because if you take anything from college football right now, you take that any given week, somebody could get upset and they could be the best team. They should have saved that for the championship game. Put down the U. Clock it. Because Bama did it. Clemson did it. Oklahoma did it. 
Um, who else I'm missing? Auburn there's did no it. Georgia did it. There's the only undefeated team right now is Wisconsin. Ohio State did and it. And they're not State even getting love. Right. They're not even getting All love. These, so before everyone starts bad nothing to you to the loss of Pitt, all these super teams have, have losses, if not two. The teams that people want to rave about, they, they've lost. So before everyone starts saying Alabama lost to Auburn, yeah, but that same Auburn team lost to Clemson. They have two losses. I forget what the second one is, but they lost. They have two losses. I believe it's LSU. LSU. So. And LSU lost to Alabama, so it doesn't matter. See, when they, when this committee tries to justify losses or whatever like that, they make no sense. If you lose, you lose. That's it, I think. Right. Let's not make it, oh, you lost to a good team. No, you just lost. You lost. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. All right. Nice. That's so, it for the picks, bro. That's it for the picks. So, moving right along to the NFL. Mm. We got... The oh, end. Wow. Oh, you thought I was going to let that slide. It's <laughs> the end. Time. F. L. Definitely peeking on that. The N A. Who? F A. L A. I think I knew a girl named N A. Bless you. Thank you. Man, he sneezed. All right. So, niffle, busy week niffle, in the NFL. Niffle, niffle, hey. Niffle. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, did you like snatch a, my chain, bro? Hey, Whoa. Did you snatch my chain? Bro. I did, bro. Go to the sideline. <laughs> and you had, and I see you got a little bit of tape on that chain too, cause you feel me though. No. <laughs> All right, so snatch the chain part we, Before two. we get into that, chain snatches. Um, let me give you guys a little rundown of where uh, both conferences are sitting, as far as playoffs go. Um, as of right now, in the AFC, you got the Steelers at one, balls. Patriots at two, balls. Titans at three, balls. balls. Uh, because they have the same record as the Jags, but they have it in tiebreaker right now. From early on in the season. Ooh. Titans over the Jags. Oh, wow. You have the Chiefs at four. Balls. You have the Jags at five. Balls. And the Ravens at six. Balls. But right there in the hunt, like literally right there, Bills, Bengals, Chargers, and Raiders. Balls, are, balls, balls. Are all balls. right there to where if a couple of these teams lose this week, this whole order is going to be shifted. So the AFC is trash. Um, the <laughs> NFC, the <laughs> NFC though is starting to look a lot more clear. Um, you got the Eagles at one, balls. Vikings at two, balls. Rams at three, balls. Saints at four, balls. Panthers at five, balls. Falcons at six, balls. with the only real threats being the Seahawks and the Lions. Balls. Right? Balls. Um, this week is the first week that a team can clinch the playoffs. The Eagles will clinch their division with a win or a tie, oh my gosh. a win or a tie at Seattle, or a Dallas loss or tie against Washington. That's so crazy. So they'll be the first team that can clinch this week. So they could go into they could go to chill mode for the rest of the season. Yeah, play your twos. Nah, no. If they want to lock in that number one seed, they got they got a lot of work to do. Philly. Yeah. Not the number two team is nine and two. Number who, three and the number is it? every what? other and who is it? three, four, and five are eight and three. So who's, who's the two team? Vikings. Oh, eh. It's tight. It's a very tight race. So I don't see them resting anybody until like week seventeen. I'm not meaning, you like, I'm playoff not, birth. I'm not. I'm not meaning resting players. I mean like oh. you're chilling. Like okay, we're in the playoffs now, so let's go to the next. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah let's I would rather. Tune. Right. I would rather be playing my games trying to keep a number one seed right. versus going into the last two games. Like okay, we have to remember, just to get in the playoffs. No, for sure. Yeah. Remember the rule of thumb in the NFL as you get closer to playoff time is to get healthy. It isn't play hard to patch your stats. No, get Absolutely. healthy. 
Yeah. Those teams that win Super yeah, Bowls, but, but I think if you could choose to have home field advantage for potential championship which is games. which is true. But the the main thing is the teams who win Super Bowls are primarily the teams who get healthy. Oh yeah, no, no, no I, playoffs I, I, I or right agree. before. I agree. But, no, if they have yeah, the if they have the advantage. ability to lock up home field throughout, then yeah, obviously rush your people. Mm. But I, I don't know if it's. I think it's going to be a tight race in the NFC. Um, and New England's been cheating for a long time, man. I say stop. I say this because uh, one of my coworkers, old old dude, uh, he watched football in the eighties. He watched football in the eighties. He was living in Dallas. There's I forget the name of the game where it was a snow game. It's Terribly, terrible, 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 terrible with snow. New England was playing. I forget who. Miami. It was the Dolphins, and they get the the guy. The snowplow game. The snowplow game. So you know about it. New England calls timeout. And to, then the snowplow guy comes out. And the snowplow guy comes oh, yeah, out. Yeah, 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 so yeah. New England can kick the field goal and win the game. Uh huh. Wow. Home yeah. field advantage. Yeah, bro. New England, you guys, so, you guys are awesome. I understand now. Nah, I understand why New England is what they see, are. See, but here's the thing: I was explaining it actually to to some of my not even some. Actually, I explained it to all my classes today. Shout out to Nova High School. Um, the reason, and this is another reason why I actually enjoy the organization. I don't. I don't think the Patriots organization is the most outstanding, especially when it comes to the community. Um, in certain aspects, but that's another topic for another day. I like the fact that they're able to expand on rules. Mm-hmm. That's what they're really good at. If you look at like their MO, and you look at some of the things that they've gotten in trouble for, and I'm putting that in air quotes, um, the crazy thing about it is is that it's the rule. The majority of them, they redid the rule after the fact. So it's almost one of those things where it's like, okay, so you didn't have it as a rule. So they got into the issues they got into, and then you changed the rule after. Isn't the fact of the matter like you guys didn't write the rules well enough, so it's kind of dead at that point? Truth be told, the word the word cheat is a very strong word. They do bend the rules very well, except Buddha would tell, Buddha would disagree with me with that Raider game. See, but the tuck the tuck rule that was its, the tuck rule in its own right, and and I've I've never I'm, ever I'm said silent on yeah this. I've never ever said that it was a wrong call. I've never been that fan. However, you can't blame the Patriots for that. No, I don't. That's blame, on the refs. I don't blame the Patriots. A lot on of that. people blame the organization for that. I blame the Patriots because they paid the refs. Damn oh, it! Oh my jeez, <laughs> that was that was the start of the dynasty. It was. That was the start of Tom Brady. I don't think you. I don't think you take away from the dynasty. However, I I think you take away at least two rings. You know, it if is, the Raiders win yeah, that game. Yeah, you're taking you know, like it two is rings fun- away. and potentially give one to the Raiders. Um, you know what is funny though is uh, Charles Woodson was saying that he has to wait for Tom Brady uh, to retire to have a conversation with him about that game because whenever he every time he sees Tom he asks him, "Hey, you know that was a fumble, right?" And Tom always has the same response. He just laughs. He goes, huh. and like that's it. He doesn't say yes. He, he doesn't know, say no. He knows. So he said he's gonna have to wait until Tom retires to it. sit down and have an actual conversation about See, it. See, but but the thing is, is like even as you look at that play, you can tell it's a sleight of eye. Yeah. You can tell that the ref is he the, it. the ref is not. He's behind Tom Brady, so from from that angle. You see that hand go like this, and you see the ball go out. You're thinking to yourself, incomplete pass. 
we have the wonders of technology and multiple camera angles to flip it and look at it and say but they reviewed it though that's the crazy thing see but but the but what they're going to tell you about the review and i hate this rule because this is what happened to um jenkins from the jets Mm. they're they're saying something to the extent of there has to be enough evidence to overturn it Looks like enough evidence to me, but and I've, and that joke is crazy because they're like, oh, if the initial call was a fumble, then they wouldn't have been overturned either. Are we talking about football? No, the initial call was a fumble though. Oh, but they, my they, man, overturned, they overturned. it. I mean, yeah. the other way around. My fault. Yeah. I meant it the other way around. It was an incomplete pass. Then I don't know. Oakland Raiders don't tank if that doesn't happen. The organization right. stays afloat and. Then Oakland still remains in Oakland. John Gruden would have stayed head coach there. Yeah. He would have went to the Super Bowl the following year. Not even had to play Tampa Bay because Gruden would have still been in Oakland. Right. We could have had back-to-back rings. That's crazy. That that's whole, what I said. You would have took. You that's would, crazy. There would have been like two rings taken away from it's, it's, It really is that's crazy crazy. how that moment took away a lot from the game of football for that aspect. For two different coasts. Yeah. That's um, wild. Shoot, as we, as we go ahead and run through the NFL, we always talk about the U. I got to say happy belated to Sean Taylor. Rest in peace, Sean Taylor. Yeah. Rest in peace, for real. You know what I'm saying? Taking way the, too soon, man. One of the baddest to do it. Shoot, speaking of Sean Taylor, uh, one of the guys who was influ- influential. Ah. Help me out, Nels? Influential. Influential. Well, influ- uh. influential. No. <laughs> influ- who influenced? influenced? He, Sean Taylor influenced this guy. Cam okay. Chance has done for the year. Yeah. The injury report. Yeah, good segue. That was nice. Yeah, Cam Chancellor, he uh, his neck injury. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know it was that serious. I yeah, saw yeah. Pete Pete Carroll told, uh, said that he's done for the season, and he doesn't know beyond that. It, it may be the end of his career. But yeah, remember we were talking about before it's a neck injury. Remember Teddy Bruschi had the same mm-hmm. thing. That's the reason why he had to wrap it up. Hold on, timeout. Is that the same injury that Edge had too? Yeah, I think in the so. WWE, and that took him out also. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Your neck's not something to play with, man. It's just one of them things. Like, nah, we need that damn thing. Yeah. So just like so you were saying, might, he might be done, but you know, hopefully, you know, he can recover from it. Yeah. Prayer, prayers up to Cam Chancellor. Yeah. Prayers up to Sean Taylor's family as well. Must remember, have been a tough weekend. Remember what you were saying though, Buddha, before we got on air. You were saying this pretty much wraps it's up. The, the it's league. the end of the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Sherman's out the year. Earl Thomas is by himself. I, I feel like, out. I feel like Pete Keller moved Earl now because he's a big piece. See, but. Is a piece that a lot of teams the want. Legion, the Legion of Boom is proving what guys like Deion Sanders and and um, Drew Revis have been saying for years. You just cannot have a physical corner for long. Yeah. You just can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. You cannot. And they're saying even safeties. That's that's a risk within itself because if you really everybody loves to use Ronnie Lott as the prototypical like. Big hitting that dude safety. lost his pinky. But you got to remember, this man had a plethora of injuries, like too many injuries mm-hmm. to count. Like you just said it, like the man took out a piece of his finger to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and we've got to be honest with ourselves. Defensive backs are finesse positions. I mean, you run with the receivers, so you, got, if, you have to be finesse. Bingo. If the defensive backs were all we are making them out to be, then we wouldn't need linebackers. And this is the thing you've got to understand. People love bringing up like the Sean Taylors and the Ed Reeds and, and those guys. Listen, 
That's a special breed of athlete. Mm -hmm. and, and the point is, is that those players, as much as people want to say they're born, they're not. They're made. Mm -hmm. And Reed played on the offense. He played both, he played both ways, as did Sean Taylor. You're talking about guys who are used to the bang. They're used to, to, the, to the consistent crunching of your body because they played on both sides of the ball. And Ed Reed was a quarterback in high school. A quarterback. So he's used to it. This is, what, this is what I'm saying. Like Certain players who play safety and are able to go play in, play out, I guarantee you, you turn on some footage, you're probably seeing them play both ways. Sean Taylor played sure. running back and free safety in high school. You know what I mean? So he was so, used to getting hit this is, this and delivering the ball. Like those things matter, bro. Like I'm, I'm sorry. As a coach, and as, a, or if I was a general manager, if I know I've got me a corner or even a strong safety at that, I'm sitting there and I'm letting them know. Look, cover. Yeah. yeah okay. If if you're if you're a hitter, even though it might look like I brought you on a hit, I did it. I, I need you to cover, because God forbid, you know what I mean, and like. Cam Chancellor is definitely going to be the start of the end of that breed of safety. I, I can guarantee you that. Because Cam is supposed to be this this uh android, this 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 half human, half robot. Cam Chancellor was the second he was supposed to be quote unquote the second coming of Sean Taylor. Like one of those big physical types and he's the, hurt. The safety. And he's hurt. His neck, though, which is like, that's a whole other monster. That's hidden. Uh. That's purely hidden. Yeah, that's hidden. That's, that's nothing purely, but hidden. Purely hidden. He's Especially not a, for that position. Like, it's one thing for Peyton Manning to come back because he's a quarterback and he's not, like, hitting people right. head first right. every play when that is your job. Right. <laughs> Think about all them guys. All them guys got hurt off of something that has to do with explosion. Yeah, like yeah. I blame I blame Sherman's injury though on Thursday night football to be honest because he was already having it was already a little bit of issues going on with his Achilles prior to that game and they decided to play him or whatever. Who knows what a few more days rest could have done? Maybe it wouldn't have popped. The funny thing about the Achilles is the way that he dove for that tackle. It wouldn't have mattered what point in the season that would have happened. He would have hurt himself. Yeah. And there's just some things that you cannot do on a hurt Achilles. And that is a strange area of the body to injure. I like to call because it an old man's injury. You're not right. You're not, you're not hurting yourself doing anything that looks explosive. When you break it down and you really look at what they're doing, they're using a lot of inertia and, yeah. and energy. Because he's diving for a tackle. Like, you can literally see that foot go limp. Yeah. Because all the force that he was using for that tackle all came off that foot. Yeah. He didn't use both feet. He used one foot. And as soon as he dodged, you just see that foot just... Yeah, everything. That's that's everything in the leg, too. Like, even though, like, your MCLs and ACLs, like, that's just a pivot. <laughs> right. A pivot, and you could tear it. Like, Man, just that, like that. Like, this is one of the things. This is more than the most excruciating pains you ever have is that... Yeah. Achilles, because you can't put your you remember think you about can't it, put you, any weight on it. Can't put your foot down. That sucks. Yeah, yeah Legion of Boom, it, it, it might that might be it. If I'm Pete Carroll, I have to trade uh, Earl because I want to get some more bang for my buck. Earl is probably the most expensive guy he has on this defensive roster. He can move to get some pieces for. Who's mm -hmm. gonna pick him up? There's a lot of teams that need a a uh, an Earl Thomas. 
True. That roaming free safety type. Mm-hmm. I know Dallas, Dallas could use him. We spoke about Oakland could use him. Yeah. True. That's um, true. Um, I mean, if you think, oh, I would love him in silver and black. Oh, I mean, if you if you think about it, <laughs> if you think about a team that's trying to make a Super Bowl run like a a, a Pittsburgh, a, a Pittsburgh, that'd be crazy. Or if uh, Pittsburgh picked up Earl Thomas, it's a wrap. That's not even fair. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, or you could say, or you would say, shoot, New England for that matter, but they would have to pay him, so that it'd be a one year deal. Wouldn't go. Um, I think I think Philly because it. Philly's trying to do everything if they can. Philly picks up Earl Thomas. Oh, back a new Brian Dawkins. Yeah, because you know Philly's trying to do anything and everything they can Philly this would, year. Philly would pay him this yeah. year to get to the Super Bowl. That would be a good look. Yeah, yeah. Philly in the Super Bowl is good for the NFL. Yeah. Philly um, in the Super Bowl is good for the NFL. All right, John. So, gonna get into it. Crabtree and Talib, round two. Um, Debo, last, Debo versus Red. Right. Last season, don't do, don't know, don't do my dark crabtree like that. What you got in my forty, Red? Nah, Taliba punk. It's my mama chain. Anyway, so last season, uh, week seventeen, when these two teams played, um, after a play, Talib got in Crabtree's face and snatched his chain. Mm-hmm. And ran away. For no apparent reason at all. No apparent reason. And Crabtree didn't really react. He, like, looked around, like, and looked around, like, really? Like, that's what's going to happen? And Crabtree said after the game in, uh, in an interview, he was like, you know, that's that's mad childish. You know, you, what, you going you gonna to steal my chain in front of the police? Talking about the refs, basically. So mm-hmm. you going to steal my chain in front of the police and then run away? Like, what? You're supposed to be a tough guy and stuff like that. Like, what, is, what does that mean? And then um, Talib said, I snatched his chain because I wanted to snatch his chain. And if he wears the chain again, I'm going to snatch it again. Okay. So, apparently animosity has been brewing this whole time. They didn't see each other when the Raiders played the Broncos um, earlier this season. I think Talib was out for the Broncos. Um so, sure enough, basically three minutes into the very first quarter, um, Crabtree was blocking Tlaib on a run play. Wasn't doing anything crazy, just blocking him like normal. Tlaib reached into Crabtree's jersey, grabbed the chain, which was taped to Crabtree. Crabtree taped it to himself before the game because he knew Tlaib was about to be on some dumb stuff. But he still reached in, managed to grab it, and yank his chain off again. Thereby inciting Crabtree to continue to push him all the way out of bounds, slam him to the ground. Both teams kind of run over and get in a scuffle. Um, Tlaib rips Crabtree's helmet off. Crabtree's able to get up and get to the middle of the field or whatever. Talib comes out to the middle of the field, and while everybody's kind of still distracted on the sideline scuffling, these two are, where it started, are now face-to-face with no one in between them. And if you go back and look at the replay, Talib throws the first punch. So Talib throws the punch while Crabtree's reaching for his face mask to try to rip his helmet off. Mm -hmm. And... uh, yeah, some punches were thrown. Nobody really landed anything. People kind of came to break it up, but 
It was it it got intense for a little bit. I'd like to see those two squabble for real though. On the up. After watching it. Um I think to leave the punk though, you know, if someone's ready to square up with you, you're not gonna take your helmet off. I get it, it's a smart strategy or whatever, but if you're as bouted as you try to act like you are, take the helmet off. So uh Nels, you were asking me earlier, like where where are they from? So we both we know now. That, so I I did the same research. You did. So oh, we're about to be on the same page, actually. Right. So, so go ahead. Born and raised in Dallas, Texas. So, so you say uh, pick one, and I'll do the other one. Okay. Okay. Who you got? Uh, born and raised in Dallas, Texas. Tell the tape right now. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're gonna get down to the nitty gritty. Born and raised. Wait, who? In da- who? He's gonna do. He's gonna do my. Um, he's gonna do Crabtree. Crab. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna do a keep to leave. So All born right. and raised in Dallas, Texas okay, is okay. uh Crabtree who mm-hmm. went to Powerhouse High School. Um. Uh, uh, Dallas Carter, Dallas Carter, D Carter, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, DC. If you guys watch Friday Night Lights, you guys know who it is. The red team that walked out. Okay. okay. Um, and then upon that, he went to Texas Tech, which is a Big Twelve. School. Big Twelve, right? Nails. Now you have a keep to leave who was born in Cleveland, Ohio, but moved to Richardson, Texas, Texas, and went mm-hmm. to Berkner High School. Berkner. There's a potential that they might have played each other, and they one is born in '87, which is Crabtree. Talib was born in '86, mm-hmm. and then Akeem Talib went to Kansas. Okay, Kansas is a Big Twelve school. Uh oh. And Akeem I'm Talib. To see a correlation here. Akeem Talib got drafted in 08, first round, twentieth pick. Crabtree was drafted in the 2009 NFL draft, first round, tenth pick. Mm. So there, there could be. A lot of similarities there. Yes, they, they and I'm pretty sure they played against each other for sh- at least once. <laughs> and, and, I, and I feel uh, like upon upon checking the tape, okay, they did well. So that that um, Berkner High School does play uh, DC Carter. Yeah, so they did see each other in high school and in college. So this probably been something brewing, whatever it was, since back then. This is something like as they they coming along, but man, the grabbing man's changed though. Yeah, that's one of the things, man. I don't blame Crabtree for reacting the way he did. You don't grab a man's chain. That's just a sign of respect. Like, that's, that's, that's your manhood, you know? And that's just disrespect. It's, you made it personal. And like, I was listening to some of the analysts talk about it. And like, Charles Woodson spoke about it. And he was like, you know, I'm disappointed that it escalated the way it did. He's like, but I'm not mad at all. He's like, because you took it outside the realm of football right. with that. You feel some type of way about me? Cool, that's one thing. But... You took it outside the room, but when you reached into my jersey, grabbed my chain, and you made it personal. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 2006. Oh, boy. It Dallas Carter uh-huh. played Berkner in Texas Stadium. Mm, okay. I'm believing this is the state championship game and lost 31-29. to 29. Mm. This is 06. So this, this has been brewing, man. So once you know all the tidbits, you know what it probably gets down to. But uh, t- uh, to leave, to did take it outside of football. I was way too far grabbing the chain the first time. The second time, it's, it's, it's a huge sign of disrespect. Like, what are you going to do? What are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're basically asking, like, hey, this, what's up? So if anybody feels like Crabtree did anything wrong, well, he has to defend himself. You you can't let somebody do that to you, and don't think nothing's gonna happen. Because, I mean, a lot of people, a lot I I've heard the analysts say Crabtree started it 
by punching Chris Harris in the stomach. It was it was a hard block to the body. Like he, yeah, I didn't see a punch. I I, I've heard this that, that the, but you're not going. So the blocking that Crabtree was doing on Talib wasn't it wasn't excessive. It wasn't no, some yeah. It wasn't something warranting of you know what I'm going to pull your chain again to a brawl about it. Because at any any moment he could just stop his feet and just go ahead and push him off. Right. You, you don't have to let someone keep rolling you back. It just stop your feet because. If you watch the tape, to watch the replay, you can see Crabtree. He wasn't like he was digging his feet into the dirt trying to run this man. He just oh. he just had his hands. He on was him. doing his normal. Yeah, just and he's just running his feet ever so lightly. And yeah. but as soon as you saw that chain get snatched, yep. it became different. To that chain. Now right. he's driving you back into the ground. See, but at that moment, Crabtree showed you he was about that actually because that helmet was off and he was ready to go. Yeah. Was, so Marshawn Lynch escorted. To leave through the Raiders sideline to get to the locker room because they were both ejected, as well as one of the Raiders' offensive linemen was ejected for uh, making contact with an official. Right, pushing the but, official. Yeah, um, the NFL levied a two-game suspension without pay to see, both of them. Did you see how much money crap she losing? Yeah. Well, they both appealed it and they shortened it to a one-game suspension. Oh. So they're gonna they're both out this week and then they'll be able to play next okay. week. Okay. But it's still without pay. Um, my question to you guys is, who do you take in that? If they were to... In that square up? If they were to square up. Hmm. Hmm. Because I, like, I feel like, I feel like Crabtree has considerable reach, a considerable reach on him. Uh, Tlaib is 6'1", 205. Crabtree is 6'1", 215. So it, Say that one more time. Talib is 6'1", 205. Crabtree is 6'1", 215. Yeah, similar build. What's yeah. the, do you have the arm span, though? Uh-uh. Very similar build. Because if you got the wingspan, that would give us a hint of the reach. I do not have the <laughs> wingspan, but very similar build. Mmm. This is good. Hey, this is good. I don't know. Maybe it's my personal Raiders bias, but seeing how bad it Crabtree was... And he was willing to like square up in the middle of the field. <laughs> as a receiver, as a receiver, uh, mentally, but as a defensive guy, you know, by heart, this is this is this is dicey. Yeah, yeah, this is dicey. I think it would be a good fight. I, yeah, you you'd want to just see this one. You just want to. see. I like how Crabtree kept his mouthpiece in too the whole time, <laughs> like he was a fighter. <laughs> yeah, he saw his UFC. This is my UFC debut. Ain't it? I gotta go after. I don't know, man. I'm 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 gonna go. That's a good one. I feel like Crabtree got hands, but Talib is annoying, and it looks like he just would do anything to win. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. Remember, he had this attitude about him at Tampa Bay, too. Yeah, he ruffled some feathers over Yeah, there. at Tampa Bay, he's, he, he's always been that kind of player, though. I believe he had a couple of suspensions at while he was at his tenure at Tampa Bay. Yeah. I think it'll be a crap. Well, Crabtree. I think it'll be a good one. True. In in the case of the podcast, so I got to pick. I, I believe I, I saw I saw a lot more from Crabtree. I saw not a no back down attitude. So I'm gonna go Crab with that one. Hey, I'm using I'm using um as my like what's the word I'm looking for as my standard. I'm using uh um Finnegan against Andre Johnson. Right, just because I saw both of them go at it 
And Andre Johnson's a big boy. Andre Johnson's a big boy, but Finnegan's <laughs> never back down. But, so I, I got I to gotta give it a crap. Hey, Cortland Finnegan got whooped up. He should he did. That, that That's the greatest um, uh, analogy of don't ever piss off the wrong person. He right. made Andre Johnson... Who's never met. Timid. The, Quiet, bro. You, you know, when that happened, that made me think, you know what? Larry Fitzgerald is probably one angry dude if he ever got into a fight. That boy oh, killer. He's a very calm that boy cat. Killer. He um, probably yeah, he probably could dislocate someone's jaw with two fingers. <laughs> All right. Oh so God. moving along, um, in that same game, uh Amari Cooper uh got knocked out on a play, uh caught a route, or tried to try to catch a pass across the middle. And got laid out by the safety. Um, it was one. It wasn't an intentional hit. It was one of those things that just kind of couldn't be avoided with how he ended up landing and stuff like that. Bad day um, on that same play that he got a concussion, he also sprained his ankle. So Yikes. the Raiders could potentially be without both of their receivers this weekend. Um, but you guys got. I want to call for Minnesota to step in though. Cordell Patterson. Yeah, Cord- we got Patterson. Cordell could mean. And they helped us, you know, get that win against the Broncos. So we'll see. A um, couple other things I want to address on. The Eagles now have their own form of the turnover chain on defense um, that they debuted this past week against uh, very, the Bears. A very great one by After man. both interceptions that they got, oogie, oogie, oogie. the defense went out to the middle of the field and did the electric slide. It was lit. It was like a good 15 of them out there doing it both times. It was very lit. So I wonder if they'll, if they'll continue that or if they'll do something different. Yeah, I hope they do something different. <laughs> Um, one thing I want to touch on is the New York Giants. So, this really kind of just developed today and came out of nowhere. Um, it was announced that Geno Smith's going to be starting this week for the Giants. And it was at the request of Eli Manning. At the request of um, Eli, little brother Manning. They, Manning, Eli. The New York Giants asked Eli if he wanted to start to continue his consecutive game streak. 216. Yeah. Um, and he didn't he, see the point. Yeah. He felt like there was no point in him playing and then getting taken out of the game early to let other guys develop and play. They're, they're essentially like cementing how they feel about Eli right now. Yeah. So Eli said no and then when asked in an interview how if this is the end for Eli Manning he said he doesn't know. So for those people, he had wondering, tears in his eyes. So yeah. kind of, it it's looks a like the end. For those people who had, who was wondering why was he crying, it's because he knows this is yeah, it. That's it. This is this is Eli's tour. I mean, he had a great career. Games. I mean, yeah, two Super Bowls. Two Super he, Bowls. he stole two Super Bowls. He's arguably one of the best New York quarterbacks ever. Yeah, he, he has to be up there because he stole two Super yeah. Bowls. I mean, he, he's he's up there. Period. Yeah. Because let's think, they he's got the two Super Bowls. He's not better than Phil Sims. His brother only has you one. Think he's better than Phil Sims. No, I don't. Why not? I think Phil Sims is a Hall of Famer. I don't necessarily think Eli's a Hall of Famer. Eli gets in because he's what makes he's Phil the Sims better of the man. Just his everything he did. Like I mean, he's he was the New York Giants at the time when they had Lawrence Taylor. Peyton Manning only has one, right? Yeah. Has two now. Yeah, he has two now because he won one with the Broncos. Oh no, they gave it to him just so he could see Hall of Fame. Oh, that's Eli should be pissed. He should say, "Dad, I need another Super Bowl. Trade me to Philly now." Because remember, Eli Manning did tell his dad he didn't want to play for San Diego Superchargers. 
And he went to he New sure York, did. San Diego, Superchargers. He told his dad, I don't want to play for the Chargers. I want to play for the great city of New York. And he went to New York. And the rest is... So Eli Manning has 50,625 passing yards. Okay. With 334 touchdowns, 222 interceptions. Yeah. I mean, 222? Oh. Phil Simms has... Right. I, did, I, did, I picked him off, too. 33,000. You can't overlook the stats here. You got to look at the I different know. time periods. I understand too. the time periods, yeah. but, I mean, numbers still matter. It's a It might be a pass-happy error, but he still got his numbers up. Mm. Phil Simms got... Um, so, how many Super Bowls? Phil Simms has two Super Bowls. He went to... He won one against the Broncos... And he won one against the, uh, oh, no, I'm lying. He got injured that year. He did not win that Super Bowl. He has that Super Bowl ring, but that was Jeff Hostetler that won that Hostetler? ring against the Bills. He's a Raider. He played for the Raiders. Raiders. So, technically, Phil Simms gave Jeff one Jeff George Super played for the Raiders, too. I still think Phil Simms is better. We can agree to disagree on that, my brother. <clears throat> Whatever. Eli Manning made New York football exciting for these last how many years? Yeah. Ten. All while he was just on the sideline, mouth breathing and stuff. Yeah, he's a um, breather. <laughs> all right, so yeah, so I wonder does he take the old Miss job? No, I'm just playing. Anyways, Stop so Eli's out, Gino's it. up. Gino, um, well, we, Gino, where the hell you been, Smith? I don't know. We'll see if he punches somebody in the mouth this week, you, or get punched. He gets punched. Yeah. What if Gino comes out and balls? Um, I went be surprised. He's playing, the, he's playing the Raiders. He's playing the Raiders secondary, so anything's possible. Oh my god! All right, so Josh Gordon comes back. Oh, I was not there yet. Nah, I skipped you. Okay, you remember at the beginning of the podcast you yeah, did all that's that? Cute. Yeah, that's so Flash Gordon does come back this week. The Browns <laughs> uh, head coach Hugh Jackson said they are going to be using him heavy. Um, I'm excited. Fantasy alert! All fantasy owners go pick him up now. Pick him up now. Hey, all, all Cleveland Browns fans, roll Some it. happiness has finally returned. Roll it up. Light right. it up. Um, oh, did you hear that he said he he reportedly made like $10,000 a, a month selling weed? In college. Who? John Gordon. Flash Gordon? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that a boy. He's a... He's, him hash, and, he's hash Gordon. Hash Gordon. <laughs> him um, and Wiz should be friends. <laughs> some, other, some other quick takes we got. He's a supplier. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is getting his first start. Jimmy, um, he, threw, he threw two passes last week, one of which was a touchdown. So all, already an upgrade. Which I didn't understand why the head of 49ers would trade for him and then sit him like they he was. They wanted a, him to learn the system. But you can't. But I understand that concept if he was a rookie. But Jimmy Garoppolo is Jimmy G. Jimmy G was sitting there. He's Tom Brady Jr. Jimmy G stopped that. Well, Jimmy, I, think, I think they realized he'll be. Jimmy good. G was sitting behind Tom. So that means he's ready to go. Let them, let them put him in, Coach. Let him spin. This is why I think Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna ball. The game that cemented it for me. I kid you not, and I and I don't want to take too much time from this, but Green Bay Pittsburgh. Brent Huntley had him Hell of a, a game. dazzling game. Hell of a game. And the one thing that I wanted to point out, and I saw it. And I made a mention to myself, and they brought it up, so I knew I wasn't tripping. I was like, well, Huntley looks real Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre-esque with some of these throws that he's making. And they are literally still shotting these throws. And you know how Brett Favre loved doing, yeah. loved doing the, the, the jump in the air because, you know, he never wanted anybody to clip under him, and then Aaron Rodgers picked it up, and now Huntley has picked it up. 
it's obvious that the quarterback that you're getting mentored by matters. Yeah, It for just sure. does. And not even necessarily in the sense of the field of play, because we can name two or three quarterbacks that don't get credit for what they've done to breed young quarterbacks. Geno like, Smith. Huh? You said Geno Smith? You snapped. I was thinking more like the McCowns. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, they're they're not they're not field guys per se. Mark, my, uh, is it Mike Glennon? Okay, Glennon. Okay, but but these guys are the ones that they're going to show you how to read film. Right. They're going to show you how to come to practice. Oh, every day. you talk about the guys who don't get burned, who, the guys who are not elite. That's what you're saying. Sure. I mean, yeah, sure. Um, but the but the point that I'm trying to get to is is that. The man learned under Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy G? Yeah, the man yeah. learned under Tom Jimmy Brady. Jimmy G, Jimmy G got a roll, I'm baby. I'm very hard-pressed to think that he's not going to be successful. I'm sorry. I just I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't even see it either. But 49ers need to go ahead and supply that man with weapons. What? Yeah. So they'll, I'm sure they'll do with that. With weapons. Get a receiver. Um, Put an S on that. Get Shaquan Barkley. All right. Get, so. get Shaquan Barkley. But you got, you got what's his name already? I'm sorry, Buddha. New World Order. You got uh, from Ohio State, Big Bat. Maybe it was before Zeke. Oh, oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Doesn't matter. Uh, high. Same Carlos, yeah, Carlos High. Yeah. Um, nice. So, Darren McFadden, retired. The New yeah. World Order. Former Raider. Former Cowboy. Yeah, previous Cowboy. Previously so, in the Cowboys. So long. Man. Farewell. Avita Zay to you. Um, next, oh, I got to know here. Tom, not so savage. Um, oh after after the, the Ravens <laughs> Texans game, um, Tom Savage went into the press room to do his presser. His presser, and there was not a single reporter in there to ask him a question. So now everybody in the NFL <laughs> is starting to get on board with me when he, I say he walked Tom in, looked around for a second, and walked out. New world order. Um, I told you guys about Tom Savage. This week, uh, week 13 is cleat week in the NFL. Cleat where week. Players can wear customized cleats representing anything they want as far as like maybe it's a cause that they represent or a, a charity they're a part of, anything like that. So you're going to see a lot of different colorful cleats this week, a lot of different designs, all kinds of stuff. So that should be cool. Um, and the last thing I have as far as the NFL goes there is growing speculation that after this year, John Gruden will be returning to coaching for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nah. John Gruden is going to go to Tennessee. I don't I think, think so. so. I think he's going to go to, I do think he's going to go back to the Bucs. He lives in Tampa. He's always in that locker room already, even though Dirk Cutter doesn't like him there. He is constantly in the facility. Who's Dirk Cutter? Oh, he's the current head coach of the Tampa ah, Bay Bucs. well, yeah, he's gone. So, Y2 Banana. Gruden's always. Oh, spider, what is it? Spider Y2 Banana? Spider Y two banana. Gruden's Gruden's always in there. Um, he loves Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston could really use his help. He would discipline Jameis Winston. He wouldn't baby Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston needs someone who's going to discipline him because he makes a lot of decisions late in the game that costs the Bucks games. John Gruden would be the, a great college football coach for a team that just had, you know what, that has bad boys like Cincinnati Bengals. John Gruden would be amazing over there. Yeah. He Murphy, finds Murphy he's not he's not moving his defensive yeah. player. He's not moving his, he's not moving his he's not moving his family. But I don't think John Gruden takes a uh, coaching position because he's making so much money sitting on his butt and just 
talking football. I disagree. I remember he has he's all hands in on high school quarterbacks. Every top quarterback in the nation goes to John Gruden. So hey. he doesn't have to coach. He got those guys. You heard it here first. Don't do this to me. You heard it here first. Bring back Charlie Weiss. Spoiler alert. All right. Bring back Charlie Wise. So, that being said. Isn't he a, a, a Patriots guy? Who? Charlie Weiss. I have no idea. Yeah, he was. Charlie Weiss was the offensive coordinator. You know who Charlie Weiss was. He's a former NFL coach. Never heard of him. He stuck it up. Never heard of him. and Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell. Ain't Romeo over there at Cleveland? No, he it was. Up? He's not there no more. All right. So, any you got any other tidbits on the NFL before we go to the picks? Nah. All right. Oh, these touchdown celebrations are awesome, by the way. They are. They're super lit. Really? See, this is what happens when you boycott the NFL. You don't get to see all these YouTube. celebrations. Yeah. Well, yeah. as my niece says it, YouTube. All right. You're who? My niece. She says YouTube. She's so adorable. T-U-D-E. She said YouTube. So, I won the picks last week. I went 14-2. and two. Oh, he wanted to get to that quickly mm-hmm. so he could do that. Nels went 13-3 and three and B went 10-6. and six. I'm still in the playoffs. What was the one six. that I got off on? You missed the. You chose the Cowboys over the Chargers. Oh, that's what. That's the one. That's the one. It'd be the very best, bro. You chose. You chose the Saints over the Rams and the Jaguars over the Cardinals. All right. So, this week. Oh, oh, the overall totals right now. Nels is up front um, at 106 and 55. That's not bad. I'm in second at 102 and 59. And B is in third at 97 and 64. Oh, okay, as long as I break 100, I'm good. All right. <laughs> so, to start things off, Thursday night football. We got the 5 and 6 Redskins at the 5 and 6 Cowboys. Cowboy Jerry World. Jerry World. Um, I'm going with the Redskins. Pick against us, it's fine. <laughs> I gotta go Redskins too, honestly. Pick against us too. <laughs> it's really fine. Alright, um, this next game could be pretty good. Hey, we yo, got Georgie. the nine and two Vikings at the seven and four Falcons. Hey yo, Georgie. Vikings at Falcons? Yeah, Vikings are rolling though. So. Julio. You're going Falcons? Yep. I'm going Vikings. My plug name Julio. Vikings defense is nice, Vikings. We got the six and five Lions at the six and five Ravens. Lions. I'm blindly picking the NFL, by the way. As you should at this point. Because I don't know, I don't watch, so. <laughs> Nelson? I'm thinking, young sir. If you guys can see it right now, he's wearing this Fidel Castro right. hat right now. He's just, he's just Che Guevara. Who? Che Guevara. Who? Che. I'm going. I'm going che with Guevara. the Ravens. That's not Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro wore this hat as well, but Che Guevara was known for that. All right. So. Oh, he's the one you, on the poster. Can you relax? Um. Yeah. He's. Uh. I'm going to go with the Lions. Shout out to Tina. She doesn't even remember that. We got the nine and two Patriots at the six and five Bills. Patriots. Patriots. It's at the Bills though. All right, we got Jimmy G making his first start. The one and ten Forty Niners at the three and eight Bears. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? what? Tyrod Taylor started last week. Bills won. Yes. Yes. Great. I just had to go ahead and make that really. Hey, what's understood and got to be explained, bro. You're right. Well, we. Can I change my pick? (laughs) No. Okay. Cool. 
For which game? I'm for still the, thinking about it. For that, no, you know, no, 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 no. I'm talking about um, Ravens, Ravens, Lions. No, you want to know something? Um, shut. shut up, but I, I do as I please. <laughs> okay. I just want to just make a mention. Of inertia. If anybody is watching football and wants to see a good game, I'm telling you, Ravens, Lions is gonna be a good game. Ravens, it, Ravens, inertia. Ravens are doing pretty well. And inertia. Um, it has nothing to do with that actually. But um, do with what? I'm still gonna stick with the Lions. Okay. Because the do with what? It has some issues taking care of the Texans. Who? And I mean the tech, they they literally had a problem with one guy. Who? On the Texans. Um, Hopkins, the hop. All right. Well, we got the uh, the one in ten forty niners at the three and eight bears. It's going to be a tough game to win in Chicago, but I think uh, a tough game. I think Jimmy Graham's going to win his. Uh, you forget Jimmy, like Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to win his first. You game. said a tough game. You forget this is where Philly broke out the electric slide. No, that was in Philly. Oh well, that was against the Bears. So yeah. the Bears. Let's go with um, Jimmy G. Yeah. I gotta go with Jimmy G. 49ers, man. Yeah. His name is Jimmy my G. Alright, we got the four and seven Bucks at the five and six Packers. I still don't think Jameis is back. I haven't heard. Uh Packs. I heard some some rumbling about um Buccaneers secondary has just been all over the place. Packers. So. Packers. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Packers too. All right, we got the three and eight Colts at the seven and four Jags. I'm going with the Jags. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out to my Twitter people. Jaguars. They helped me with these NFL picks. We got the three and eight Broncos at the four and seven Dolphins. Trevor Simeon is back to being the starter for the Broncos. Well, so, hey, speaking of real quick, Paxton yeah. Lynch, what was he crying on the sideline for? Because he's a bitch. All right. Um, oh, sorry. Because. <laughs> Just wanted to put that in there. In the he was crying? He was crying. Like, yeah. legit, like, tears. You know, he, he all of a sudden had a diagnosis they, injury. He had an injury. He hurt his ankle. He's fine. He said it happened a couple of plays ago. Where? <laughs> he just started limping out of nowhere. Get I this think, dude. I, I think he was just... His ego was hurt. Yeah. Whose man's is that, B? The fact that he was getting shut down by the Raiders' defense. So he, <laughs> Paxton <laughs> Lynch, you got to pack it in. All right, so yeah, Broncos. so serviceable Simeon's back. I'm going with the Broncos. Who's Broncos. Ser- ser- serviceable, serviceable Simeon? <laughs> oh my goodness, who are they playing? Dolphins. Let's go to the Dolphins because I hate yeah. Trevor Simeon. You hate Trevor Simeon? He just got here. No, he's been there. You've been here. All right, we got the six and five Chiefs who continue to follow fall apart at the four and seven Jets. Who even though they're four and seven, they're playing really well. They're playing really good football. I'm going with the Jets at um, home. Robbie Anderson is, 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 is a here. monster. Yeah. Chiefs. You going with Chiefs? Chiefs gonna get a back roller. Okay. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Okay. All right. We got the four and seven Texans at the seven and four Titans. I don't know how the Titans are seven and four. Like they're. They've been scrapping these wins together, but yeah, they're not good. The ball. But it's, they're not good. Early like, in the season, they was playing good ball, but not yeah. been since when when uh, what's the color guy hurt? A quarterback, Mariota. Yeah, when, when Super Mario Once got he came hurt, back, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been yeah, weird. It's been these mediocre they're wins. Off. I'm off. gonna go with the Texans on this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Titans. Yeah. Who are you I'm going with? I'm gonna go with yeah. You going with yeah? Who's yeah? yeah? Who's the quarterback over there, Texans? Tom Savage? No. <laughs> Let's go with Titans. No. 
Okay. Is Lamar Miller going to be good for that game? I have no idea. Let me find out. Miller, too. You already Hold my pixel there, bro. This ain't the bookie, bro. Right. Nels be doing all these conditional excuse me, picks. Excuse me, excuse me. He wants to know we made a conditional pick excuse one me, time, me, and he me, thinks me, he's going to start using excuse it for all these games. Nels wants to know the spread. Excuse me, excuse me. What does Vegas say? Excuse me, All right. We got the 0 11 Browns at the 5 6 Chargers. Hey, my boy Hash Gordon's back. I'm te- I'm so tempted to take the Browns because Dumb of game. this over who the Chargers, but the Chargers have been rolling the past few weeks. Chargers, man. Hey, I want you guys to know this game solidifies Hash Gordon as the you know savior. Like, just because I need the chart, I'm gonna go with the Browns. Hash Gordon, you you going with the Browns too? Yeah, Hash Gordon, I'm savior. You know what's next? Because of the Raiders? Huh? Because I need the Chargers to lose. That's what I'm saying. Because of the Raiders? Yeah. You know what's next? It's Has Gordon. We're gonna bring back. Um, we're gonna bring back my boy, Co- the Cocaine Cowboy, uh, Johnny Menzel. All right. So, anyways, next we got the eight and three Panthers at the eight and three Saints. That's this is gonna be a good freaking game. But I like the Saints at home. I'm going to Carolina because of my boy uh, McCaffrey has a sixty minute. Um, uh, track workout that he does a track routine before games. Okay. No. Carolina. All right. We got the eight and three Rams at the five and six Cardinals. I'm rolling with the Rams. 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 The two and nine Giants at the five and six Raiders. Geno Smith. All I, kinds I, of players out for this game. I'm gonna take Geno Smith to throw four interceptions. Oakland. I doubt it. We only have one pick this entire year, and oh. we just got it this past game. Now you guys are going to get five. <laughs> Thank you, Eugene Smith. Raiders. Huh? Raiders. For some reason, I thought you said Patriots for a second. I was like, huh? I thought you said Faders. Layers. All right, so we're all going Raiders. Sounds good. All right, we got Sunday Night Football, the 10-1 and Eagles Great. at the 7-4 and Seattle Seahawks. Eagles. Yeah. But it's going to be a really close game. It is going to be a really close like game. 38 Prime, prime time. Honestly, Carson Wentz versus Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson uh, always plays big nice. prime time. I was about to say that. You're not just going to blow out Russell Wilson's team. No, 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 no. It's going to be yeah, a close Eagles, game. Right. But I think Eagles are going to pull it out. Well, I don't even care if if uh, Seattle has a bunch of no names in that secondary. Them boys are going to play, they're going to play football. Who are you going with? I'm going with the opposer, Carson Wentz. You got to climb on board. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All right. And Monday Night Football, we got the 9-2 Steelers at the 5-6 Bengals. Trap game. This is too easy for me to pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Andy Dalton. Not going to pick no Andy Dalton. Oh, speaking of which, last week during the Bengals-Browns game before the game started, A.J. McCarron was out on the field talking to the, uh, the coach and GM for the Browns. Probably talking about how they messed up the the trade and everything like that. So he could potentially be going there after this year. Might not be a bad move. Won't yeah. be a bad move for him at all. You know, AJ Green needs to get the whole hell out of uh, Cincinnati. No, oh, he's going to. No, after he already request, put in the grievance against them and requested to be on. Yeah, free get, get the whole hell hell about it. Um. Okay. He's going to the Patriots. So nope. that's the NFL outside of the NFL. Um. Couple things, Nels. I know you're gonna want to talk about basketball, but before you do, Alexis Bliss is awesome. Sure, 
You said Alexis? Mm-hmm. Her name's Alexa. Alexa. But Alexis is her cousin. That's cool. Um, Alexis is her cousin. All right. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about the situation that allegedly <laughs> happened in Ireland with <coughs> Conor McGregor. Did you hear about that? No. Bro. Okay, so apparently last night Conor was at a pub in Ireland in his hometown. And you know pubs in Ireland, they're clubs. Yeah. And he got into <laughs> he got into a fist fight. It's all allegedly a fisticuffs with three other people, three men. Um, one was like a younger guy, one was an older guy, and then the third person or whatever. I don't know anything about that. But apparently, one of the people he hit is in the Irish mafia. Oh my gosh! It was an Irish mobster, and now they're saying he needs to pay up, or they're gonna kill him. This is all alleged, but from multiple people that have been talking about it and things like that, it, it seems to be kind of legit. They want 900000 If you give them 900000 you know they come back, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. This, this is a crazy situation, but, like, I didn't, like, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's time for Connor to move stateside. Yeah, I think he's going to move the U.S., but then he still got to hire people. Yeah. Yeah. Hire a couple shooters. Yeah. He got the money. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to Ireland. I just I want to see, like I hope a video surfaces of it. Do you know I, you I know it's, you know there's a video. It gotta be. Some some te- hey listen some tech guy in the universe go ahead and hack that man's iPhone emails and go ahead and send it to the uh, Balls Podcast uh, Twitter account. We want to see those videos. <laughs> My God. And then. Um, I guess to segue into basketball, um, I also didn't know. These are all just quick things. Um, uh, 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 Giannis Antetokounmpo, how he told his Giannis Antetokounmpo, he told his assistant coach that he was going to f him up on the sideline. <laughs> and okay. now everybody's calling for that coach to get fired. Yeah, for real. The assistant yes. coach, yeah. Because I, mean, I understand where they're coming from as fans. Because I mean, when was the last time the Bucks had like an like an All Star player? Michael Red. It's been a while, been right? Ray Allen. Ray Allen is before Michael Red. Oh, you so, said oh, you said like that. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's one of those situations like, let's not get our superstar upset. You know, type situations that they're looking at, like so. No, keep him happy. If, yeah, if, we're, if him being gone, make him get rid of him. Yeah, because nobody the, goes to Milwaukee, bro. Yeah, yeah. The, the term is keep your Kobe happy. Yeah. So and Giannis Antana. It, it was just crazy Kobe. because like <laughs> he, the assistant coach, coach looked so shot, shook after that. He, he, started, he looked. He's looked at that. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna you up. My was like. I need to go ahead and YouTube this. This is great. Yeah, so a couple of tidbits on basketball. Um, Celtics got their, what was it, 16-game winning streak snapped. Um, I believe. Was it by the Heat? By the Miami Heat. Yeah. Yes, they lost by three points. I think it was like 104-101. Oh, that doesn't count. It was the Heat. But as of right now, Cavs have won nine straight. Tonight, uh, they won against the Heat. They beat the Heat. And I think uh, Dwayne Wade and LeBron, they could they combined for like 38 or 40 points. But I just wanted to make a mention that um, Ennis Cantor, um, he, he got into a little shoving match with LeBron when they were playing the Knicks. And then LeBron went on Instagram 
and put down the King of New York. And <laughs> after after LeBron after LeBron got ejected today, Ennis went back on Instagram and he called the ref the king of the king of Cleveland. Yikes. Yeah, so Qu- question. Uh-huh. Where do you guys think LeBron goes after this year? Or do you think he stays in Cleveland? I don't think he stays in Cleveland. LA. Which LA team? Lakers. Lakers. I think he. I think he stays in Cleveland. I think he's out of here. Especially if they don't win the finals. Let's say they don't make it, and Boston does get there. He's gonna stay. Nope. If he if they don't make it, that goes to show that everything that he got right now isn't good enough. So he needs to get up out of there and uh, resurface with, new, with his new camp. Because remember, what if he comes to New York? Which is which stupid to me. Yo. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest with you, that's still great to me. Uh, it makes it it's makes good NBA move. good. Business yeah. wise, it's a good move. It's a great move, if, if not the greatest move he ever thought of. The Miami, it'd be better than the Miami move. Yeah, true. Because L.A. or and New York are the places where if LeBron wants to make a name for himself in the business world bigger than he already has. Oh, yeah. this is perfect. Yeah. You got he could go Broadway and do all. Yeah, those you got to get out of Cleveland at least. You got to go to like a major city. So like even like a Philly would be a major city people, that he can make. Moves people in. don't understand how big LeBron is for him to be doing all that based out of Cleveland. Like yeah, he's doing all of this out of Ohio. He's this big out of Ohio. If this guy was in New York, it's wash. He's he's it's he's everywhere. If he's in L.A., it's wash. He's everywhere. All right, so maybe not realistically, but where would you like to see him play? I'd, even I'd, if it's not even like a possibility that it would happen, like where would you like? What team would you like to see him on? Knicks. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it makes for better. It's NBA good for better. basketball. It makes NBA so much better when it's like that. It's, you know how I many? Listen, uh, basketball in New York is like the thing. Basketball uh, is the mecca of basketball. It's mecca. Yeah, it's like how the, down south is football down here. Mm-hmm. New York is basketball. So if LeBron goes plays in New York and brings a championship in New York, oh my goodness. Yeah. That place is going to erupt. Because think about this. I was having a conversation today. When Miami was winning those championships with LeBron, the Miami fans were not there in the first half. They would mostly show up after halftime to root after on the LeBron. first quarter. Yeah. Seated before halftime. Yeah. Which, which is nuts. But you, you you see a, a a New York Knicks fan, and we know New York's Knicks, New York Knicks. The yeah, Knicks has been the game even starts. New York Knicks has been bad for some time. How many people do you see? How many celebrities do you see get those those beautiful seats still to this day? They go to New York Knicks games because it's nostalgia purposes is still there. Same thing with the Spike Lakers. Lee, always there. Yeah, same thing with the Lakers. It's the same thing. You see Hollywood movie stars sitting sitting right there uh, courtside. courtside. Those courtside seats mean a great deal in New York and L.A. They don't mean anything anywhere else. Right. Because you can see Joe Schmo sitting there. Right. Or uh, somebody else, somebody else's grandson. Huh? Atlanta. Atlanta. Them entertainers do be getting them courtside seats. It's just that Atlanta is not good. So. Uh, yeah. I was about to say, I feel like Atlanta, even like Atlanta musicians and stuff, like that, I feel like they're fans of other teams for some reason. Like They got, they got quite a few. They got quite a like, few. To be honest with you, games. to be honest with you, if LeBron was to go to New York, the team that's in Golden State, if they were, if you were to pick up that team and put it anywhere, I would love to put it in Atlanta. It'd be beautiful yeah. because now that that black population has a lot of things to root for because they've been Atlanta been trying to get their basketball team 
Correct. They got it close. Atlanta been trying to get their teams, period, correct? Yeah, their teams, yeah. <laughs> They, they, their, they, last, their last championship, it was in 1996 with the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, because think about this. Think about last year's turnout for games for the Atlanta Falcons. So the Super Bowl was bananas, I heard. Yeah. They said even after they lost, the city still was lit. They, sure. they, they wanted to find a reason to get behind something. Unlike these, like, I got to say, it, we, I'm from Florida. We're all from Florida. We got ungrateful people here. Miami likes winners. Yeah. But and to, to in a sense, it's still when we want them, though, because we could win all we want, but we still won't show up. They, they broke down pro player and gave Marlins their own stadium for, to pretty much get the Marlins' own thing so they could pack it out. Now, they're having a hard time with, on doing so. Remember, Marlins won it, what, back in 03? Yes. They won it back in 03, and they're still having a hard time with packing, packing stuff. And they was having a hard time back then. Okay. I think another thing that I heard them, too, is that location. I feel like a lot of people are bitter because they got rid of the Pro Orange Bowl. Oh, Orange Bowl, yeah. I think it's the dumbest thing in the world. I think that's not that's not smart for college football because if you've been to Hard Rock Stadium, you see how far it is away from the field. Well, and that's yeah, and that's why it's it's so hard for UM to sell out games too because it's like it's a ways away from the U. Yeah, to even play there. right. Like, it's it's not like it was like Orange Bowl was. And then Orange Bowl, it gives you the true college atmosphere because, like, if you think about FAU Stadium, it's on top of the field. Yeah. So we're sitting down and we're looking down like this. Right, Hard Rock, you, you're sitting here, it's backed away, and then it climbs up this way. That's not some. That's not the college atmosphere. Right. That's you. You could say you could play there for the ACC championship sometime, but that's not what Miami should play. So yeah. So after this year, LeBron, if you're listening. Go be the king of New York. Yeah. Well, we caught it here. You heard it here first. Yeah. Um, moving we'll on, Blake Griffin, one of his teammates fell back on his leg. Ooh. It went awkwardly, so yeah. he's uh, she has an MCL sprain. He might be out for upwards to two months. Mm. It's okay. not. It's not solidified that's not, that's yet. Not, that's not too too bad. Yet. No, it's not bad at all. Um, and as far as like NBA standings go. I mean they're pretty. I mean they're pretty spot on with what we expected. Um, Cavs are surging right now, so on the East, the top eight teams that are looking at playoff spots: Celtics, Pistons, Cavaliers, Raptors, 76ers. That's a surprise team. Pacers is another surprise team. Wizards and Heat, with the Knicks and the Bucks being the two teams looking in. And on the Western Conference, shockingly, the number one team is the Rockets, at 16 and four. Followed by the Warriors, Spurs, Trailblazers, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Pelicans, and Jazz. With the Thunder and the Clippers looking in. Um, again, I, I know I told you guys about the Thunder potentially making it to the finals. Mm-mm. Once they figure it out, they're going to be a problem. Because they're the only team that can boast of having three franchise players on their team. But... So we'll, when those guys we'll go to rest, how's that bench looking? That's my question for them. They stagger their minutes. That you, you're going to have to, but then can you stagger your minutes against a Golden State who could afford to rest too and still have all their guys on the floor? They did that. That's how they beat. That's how they, they killed the Warriors. Remember, right now, this, this doesn't matter. I still think they can beat the Warriors. I'm not saying they can, but I'm telling that right now in the NBA, these things, these play, none of this doesn't matter. After All-Star break is when we start to see real cats play basketball. I understand what you're saying. But um, another, uh, another birthday that was celebrated this week was... Uh, uh, Sean Rainman Kemp. Do you know why they call him Rainman? Why they call him Rainman? Gary Payton said when you lob the ball up to him, 
he'll throw it down and he'll feel like the rain is coming down. I said, huh, that's, not, that's an awesome nickname now. Mm -hmm. Sean Kent Rain Man, man. Who Blake Griffin should have been. <laughs> but uh, that's it for the, for the NBA for now. Things will pick up soon. Cool. Oh, in other news, um, Cameron is uh, beefing with Mace. What else is now? I just want to throw that out there. They've been beefing forever. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> gonna make no sense. They used to, they used to be in the same group. Mm -hmm. That reminds me, we're gonna, we're gonna soon, we're gonna put together like a, a mini episode for everybody, just to talk about stuff that's not sports related. Yeah, throw out there for y'all. Maybe do something like once a month or something like that, to where we just talk about pop culture, with movies, music. Yeah, just stuff going on. Yeah, my favorite producers and such like that. You know, give y'all some boy wonder type tips. You know, something like that, man. You yeah. look like a boy wonder. Yeah. Boom. Nels? I have nothing. Well, you know what to do. Well, shoot. Sound like it's about the end of the show. So, like, subscribe what, and stars. What I want you guys to do is hit that pause button mm, and then you're going to go to your apps and then you're going to either swipe up or swipe to the side. Don't even worry about what we got going on. Why are you still listening to this right now? They should have paused it already. Like, I don't understand. You're an hour and 44 minutes and 18 seconds counting. 20. Okay, we're not doing that. 22. 22. Why are you still here? Subscribe. Anyway, subscribe and stars. On what, bro? Tell a friend. On Apple Podcasts. Tell them where, bro. You can play on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and stars. Okay, then tell them where they can email us, bro. You can email us at ballssportspodcast at gmail.com. Okay, then tell them about the Twitter, man, since I mean, you're at it. You can follow us on Twitter at balls underscore podcast. And then I heard we got an Instagram, so you could do that too, bro. Do so that. You know do everything. That. Yeah, do of course, that at balls underscore sports underscore podcast. All right, so there's nothing left to be said. Like, why are you guys still listening? Get C -A -N -E -S off. C-A-N-E-S-K. Get off, bro. Please. Word. That little scallywags, get out. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Dave Chappelle said that. <laughs>